his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Today in New York, 60 is the new 75 when it comes to getting the vaccine. That means people like uh, as old as I am. Scientists say spring will bring a new COVID variable. A new study suggests allergy sufferers might be at greater risk from COVID. Increasing the chance of getting COVID infection. I'm Sean Adams. Speaking of spring, Joe Connolly will tell us how the spring real estate market has begun. Texas opens fully today, no limits, no masks. It just doesn't make sense to cover our faces and not be able to breathe. But vaccinations there are low and variants are high. Elbow surgery for Yankees pitcher Zach Britton and the Islanders winning streak is up to six. This is Brad Heller. And we'll dip into our news radio archives for the state's milestones on Wednesday, March 10th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials. Going to be a nice day. Sunny and cooler today. Mid-50s city, upper 50s inland, 40s by the coast, and maybe 70 in much of the area tomorrow. Morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. Thanks for joining us on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. Starting at 8 this morning, you are eligible for your COVID vaccine in New York, even if you aren't eligible for Social Security yet. We're going to drop the 65-year-old plus to 60-year-old plus. They can start making appointments. Governor Cuomo says, yep, the age is now 60, and you can make that appointment today at mass vaccination sites and at pharmacies. But he warns it's going to be uneven. We still don't have enough supply, the governor says. One year into this crisis, we have two notes this morning from scientists. First, the CDC has found 78% of people in the hospital with COVID are overweight or obese. And Rutgers scientists are seeing a COVID link with pollens. And timing is key. We are now entering full-blown pollen season. Sean Adams is on that angle this morning. Sean, good morning. What are the researchers telling you? Well, they're saying maybe allergy sufferers might want to keep on wearing that mask. Early research shows where there's a high pollen count, COVID rates increase. Allergies from pollen increases the propensity of development of COVID-19. Now, that is just a theory. It has to be researched further, says uh, study co-author Dr. Leonard Bielerai from Rutgers. Uh, the question for him is, why is this happening? Bielerai suspects allergy inflammation might increase certain cell receptors. Otherwise known as the ACE receptor. That's the landing pad uh, for the virus on the human cells. And the spike protein that everybody's talking about on the coronavirus, the COVID-19, is the quote-unquote attachment. It links to the ACE2 receptor. 
So if we have increased ACE2 receptors due to allergic inflammation, it would support the findings that we have seen that there is a potential link. The study in the journal Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences looked at COVID and pollen in 31 countries. Uh, They found in places with less pollen, there were fewer COVID infections. Reporting live, Sean Adams, WCBS News Radio 880. Sean, thank you. Texas opens fully today, but there's reason to think it may be too soon. Here's CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti on the changes starting today. All businesses, including restaurants, able to operate at 100% capacity. No more six people in the store waiting in a line outside. So silly. Done. But it comes as the Houston Health Department issues this warning. The highly contagious UK variant has been found at 31 of the city's 39 wastewater treatment plants. There is a fairly large amount of the UK variant in our community and it is spreading. Texas ranks 47th out of 50 for vaccinations in percent of population that's received at least one dose. Businesses and schools in Texas are still allowed to require masks, but one school district outside of Houston has already voted to make them optional. It just doesn't make sense to cover our faces and not be able to breathe. There's a story out of Texas this morning. The story for us is going to be temperatures in the 50s today, maybe around 70 tomorrow. And one sign of spring we have this morning is coming in from Joe Connolly on Money. Joe, the spring real estate market has begun. Because it really started last fall, a New Jersey realtor says, Wayne. It hasn't slowed much, in fact, since last summer. There are 44% fewer homes for sale in New Jersey than a year ago. In Westfield, there are only a third as many homes for sale as usual. In Montclair, a couple had to pay $100,000 above the asking price to buy a house. The Times says what's happening here is that more owners are holding on to their home much longer than in the past. And employees working remotely and planning on continuing to are changing the real estate market because it's allowing people the freedom to make lifestyle choices like relocating. In Westchester, buyers are on wait lists for sales that fall through for whatever reason. A Long Island realtor says sales are not growing, only because there aren't enough houses to sell. In Fairfield County, some open houses are being canceled because the houses get offers before the open house. In towns north of the Merritt, farther away from the shoreline trains, are more in favor now because many people believe they'll be coming in less often. And American Express said yesterday that its offices in the city will increasingly be used for team building and networking with fewer employees in all of the time. Wayne? Yeah, Joe, there's no doubt of the uh, the seller's market. I was very shocked to see the very high price that one of my neighbors was uh, selling the house for and even more shocked to see that it sold at that price. Well, the White House confirms the Biden family German Shepherds, Major and Champ, have been moved to Delaware. After Major, the rambunctious three-year-old caused what the White House calls a minor injury to a Secret Service agent. The White House Press Secretary, Jen Psaki, explained the dogs are still getting acclimated and accustomed to their new surroundings and new people. And Monday, Major was surprised by a new person. 
The Bidens adopted major in 2018 from the Delaware Humane Association. Learn how to grow your business again with WCBS and Shark Tank star Kevin O'Leary. Once you find the vehicle that works, you pour gasoline on it, you put more money on it. Mr. Wonderful will share what sales strategies are working for his businesses right now. I said, no, no, this one's for Big Daddy. No one's getting this one. Watch the WCBS Virtual Business Breakfast Thursday morning, March 18th at 9, with your host Joe Connolly at WCBS880.com slash business breakfast. Presented by the First National Bank of Long Island, member FDIC. You know, before COVID hit, there were people who saw it coming, who explained there'd be many, many deaths and many infections. And at the time, we weren't quite sure what to think about that. One man's take now. Coming up next. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Live on 880 and on demand at WCBS880.com slash roundup or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get the weather day ahead now on the Morning News Roundup with the Exergen Forecast and Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. Sun coming up on a 42-degree morning in the city. It is definitely colder in the suburbs, though. We have mid-20s to low 30s in all the suburbs. Clear sky, very light winds during the night allows that to happen. And um, we also, what wind does pick up today is going to be more from a northeast direction early. Veering more to east and then southeast and then south all day long. It'll be coming in off the ocean. So today's a little bit cooler than it was yesterday. Just delightful yesterday. Today we'll look for mid-50s and 45 to 50 along the coast. Tonight, 38 to 44. Tomorrow, morning clouds, then some sun and more of a southwest wind. Brings it up to 65 to 70 degrees for the inland areas 50 to 55 along the coast. On Friday, there could be a shower or two early, and then the sun breaks through, highs 64 to 68. Right now, 42, humidity 53%, and a light northeast breeze at 3 miles per hour. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. On Wednesday morning, the 10th of March, professor of epidemiology at Harvard, Mark Lipsitch, whose dire warnings about COVID a year ago proved true, has a more upbeat assessment now, speaking with CBS's Jim Axelrod. It won't be gone, but I think we'll be in a much more normal place in the fall. A striking contrast to the dire projection he made this time last year. 200 million adults, 40% becoming infected, yeah. So 80 million people. a lot of people, yes. Turns out he was right. The CDC estimates at least 83.1 million Americans have been infected so far. How did the United States do compared to the rest of the developed world? It's on the worst end. Compare the U.S. to Pacific Rim countries that took unified, intense control measures early and didn't argue about masks, distancing, and testing. And the lesson there is that aggressive early action will reduce the intensity of the spread. I think that's the lesson, and I think that action requires this national, very focused leadership. We really do hold our own fate in our hands. Not that he's sounding the all clear, not with variants lurking. I think the variants are concerning. It appears that immunity to severe disease probably is more robust than immunity to infection. And so the hope is that vaccines will still be good at protecting us against severe disease and death. If the vaccines really are as protective against transmission as we hope, it's going to be like flu. But it's not something that changes our lives as a society. Which, after the last year, is the kind of projection we can live with much more easily. Jim Axelrod, CBS News, Cambridge. 
Well, we know that uh, Zach Britton, the Yankees pitcher, is going to have elbow surgery, the first significant injury of the season for the Yankees. Brad Heller's here. Brad, good morning. Do we know how long he's going to be out? Uh, good morning, Wayne. The official timetable will be set after surgery, which will be in the next week here in New York. Uh, a bone chip being removed from his elbow, similar to what Seth Lugo of the Mets had. That was in February, and he shut down for six weeks before he's allowed to throw. So based on that timeline, you're looking at early May for Britain before he'll be able to start a throwing program then he's going to need to basically go through a spring training so maybe we won't see the lefty until june britain hadn't pitched in a game yet in spring training he was behind schedule after battling covid in january he's still trying to put weight on he tweeted last night we all have daily challenges we have to overcome in order to reach our goals just have to keep pushing ahead. The good news, Wayne, that he doesn't need Tommy John surgery, but still this is one of the big relievers in that Yankee bullpen that could be lost until June. And Brad, the hottest team in the NHL is the New York Islanders. Yeah. Six straight wins. They have a point in nine straight. They keep finding ways to win. They beat the Bruins. They outlasted the Bruins in a Coliseum shootout last night. Two to one. The Islanders still have not lost a game in regulation at home this season. 11-0-2. They're 4-0 against the Bruins. They just keep on rolling. Meanwhile, the Rangers lost to the Penguins at Pittsburgh 4-2. Devils erased a three-goal deficit in the third period, but still lost to the Capitals in Washington 5-4 in overtime. Number one, Gonzaga will go into the NCAA tournament unbeaten 26-0. The Bulldogs erased a double-digit deficit in the second half against BYU. They won the West Coast Conference Championship. The MAC is up to the quarterfinals. Iona is going to take on the top seed Siena tonight, and Monmouth Wayne will face Fairfield. Thank you, Brad Heller. It is the morning news roundup. And welcome to Wednesday, the 10th of March. I'm Wayne Cabot. Here are three things to know this morning. First, if you thought, who cares? The answer is at least 50 million people in 17 countries who watched Oprah Winfrey's interview with Prince Harry and Meghan. And there are more countries where it's not been aired yet. CBS will rerun it Friday night. Second thing, police were called to the Harlem apartment where a 10-year-old was found dead on the day before his body was found, beaten and broken. Officers on that domestic complaint call found nothing untoward. The commissioner is ordering a review. The boyfriend of the child's mother has been arrested. Third thing, a sixth woman says Governor Cuomo harassed her, touching her inappropriately. A woman who worked in the governor's executive chamber, Cuomo says he's not aware of the claim and reiterated he never touched anyone inappropriately. And that brings us to our news archives, 88 seconds in sound for this date, March 10th. Today, I want to briefly address a private matter. It happened on this date in 2008. I have acted in a way that violates my obligations to my family and that violates my or any sense of right and wrong. I apologize. New York governor, but not for long, Elliot Spitzer. Let's jump to our assignment desk, Jonathan Clark. I remember it was around 2 o'clock. At that time, I was checking different news websites and sources. When I went to the New York Times website, I saw this banner on the top of the page. That is reporting that uh, Governor Elliot Spitzer has told his top aides he's been involved in a prostitution ring. But we don't know definitively what's going to happen and what has No happened. situations when we don't have much to go on. Our belief is get the voices on the air that have the experience and see what they could put together. Live to WCBS reporter Irene Cornell, who certainly has a lot of contacts in the court system. There is speculation around the courthouse that... Spitzer may be client number nine. Rich Lamb called him. What are you hearing at City Hall? It's, it's boggling many a mind down here at we City Hall. We also look to see where people are. 
Peter Haskell is nearby where the governor's office was. Send him down there. The rush of reporters here getting to the lobbyist bitch's office. I apologize to the public, whom I promised better. I will not be taking questions. Thank you very much. I will report back to you in short order. Thank you very much. Two days later, Governor Spitzer called reporters back to say he was resigning. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, a daily download of the news you need to start your day on air, on radio.com, and delivered to your phone and computer for on-demand listening. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.